0: The entire plot of Battleworld can be summed up in three sentences, and those are two of them.
1: (laughs) Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste.
2: I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy.
1: Well,
0: I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the Dusty Balloon is less bad.
3: I mean, if all life everywhere ends... What have that's I lost? lost. Facial <laughs> hair as a theme
1: is not something
2: I ever would have chosen. So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah.
1: You've got that good, good,
3: pointy Jafar beard.
2: <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations.
3: This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to Debate
0: This, the show where a bunch of grown men make a big deal out of the things that don't matter, like comics, video games and the intricacies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the storylines that they are building up to. Hey, speaking of the MCU and speculating about future storylines, as we... Good care- segue, Todd. Yeah, yeah you like Todd that? As
3: Todd
2: throws his hands up for a reaction, it's like it wasn't written down at all. I alley-ooped to myself. Um, <laughs> as, as we careen
0: towards Marvel's Phase 4, there's a lot of speculation over what the next major storyline will be. What will be the thing that, you know, builds up over 10 years? And so today... I'll be giving you a steaming hot injection of lore about Marvel's oh, Secret Wars storyline. I feel and dirty. <laughs> this this steaming hot injection of lore is my hot take as to what will easily be a sense of inspiration sometime within the next decade of Marvel of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I'm calling the shot a decade out that this will be what they'll build to for like the Infinity Saga, um, like so, the
3: next big arc. You mean yes? So t- like. T- Twenty 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 nine, ten years from, yeah. from Endgame, yeah, the Secret Wars culmination movie will come out. Yep, yep, and and some other old filmmaker will have will feel the need to slam the MCU for ruining movies at that point. Too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, that point, at that point, they're planning the future 30 years, and uh, cyborg Kevin Feige is our overlord. Um, yes. Brain in a jar,
3: Kevin Feige.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, we here at Debate This are pretty familiar with Marvel, or at least the cinematic universe attached to it. So, to help me out today by adding thoughts and asking questions are Matt... How many Ghost writers are on the battle world, Cole. That's the next episode we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, did the Council of Reeds save the day? Harper. And Andrew, what do you mean there are multiple Thors,
1: Henderson? <laughs> I've heard Andrew say that.
0: <laughs> wait,
2: wait. Okay, I have so many questions. <laughs> no, d- not now. One, one, <laughs> I have a comment that Kyle's name was the most fitting. Also, are there actually more than one Thor?
0: Um, okay, so to answer the questions that I posed in order, they are a lot of ghost riders on Battle World. Uh, yes, slash no. The Council of Reeds save the day, and to answer usually you, usually the answer to that question. To answer you, Andrew, yes, they're all here. Um, at least those are the answers for the 2015 Secret Wars that iteration. Uh,
2: can we go back to FNAF, please? No,
0: never. No. <laughs> <laughs> so my dudes. Marvel has planted some seeds for future stories, so let me spill them all over you. We're here to talk about the Secret (laughs) Wars. I was waiting for it. We're here to talk about the Secret Wars today. So, open question. Tell me, what do you know about the Secret Wars
1: storyline? I mean, not much. They're a secret. (laughs) Damn it, you stole my joke! (laughs) That's that's the whole episode right there.
2: (laughs) Uh, is
0: there any any level of familiarity with the Secret Wars story? There
2: there is a battle planet. Yeah. And there is there's a there's a guy who who makes all of the people go on the battle planet and they have to battle <laughs> on the planet.
0: So would you say that there's a battle world, Andrew, and that there's a guy who comes He's from very- he very <laughs> clearly chose <said> planet, <laughs> I said, Todd.
2: I said planet, but yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that there's a guy who comes from beyond to make them
2: battle on this world. Yeah, you're setting up for a joke that I don't get, so just move on. <laughs>
0: that's, that's how Matt and Kyle felt during the entire uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Witcher
1: episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly.
1: Uh, yep. Um, so, um, yeah, what about you two? Go ahead, Kyle.
3: So I, I'm a little more familiar with the 2015 one as it... Um, mostly existed to kind of fold the ultimate universe into the main comics universe um yep. and then also sell a lot of comics and toys at the same time i kind of came into comics on the ultimate comic storyline so like to know that they did make an effort to like save the best very best parts of that um universe is a thing I know and that's how I'm familiar with it and then I'm tangentially aware of all the battle planet episodes of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons yep. are spun off of the 1984 Secret Wars but that's about it that's all I know
1: yeah I would put myself at like I don't know maybe a 5 out of 10 like I know some okay. overarching things about the Secret Wars and then I think I've said before on the podcast that the main way I've consumed comic content over the years has been finding bits of information about characters that I like and then reading everything I can on Wikipedias and stuff. And because Secret Wars inherently involves literally everybody, I have gotten my favorite character's involvement in Secret Wars, but never the whole story of Secret Wars. So I know, like, Mm -hmm. sort of the overarching storyline and then how... Like, Ghost Rider and Thor and some of my favorites spin into everything, but definitely not as much as you're about to hot and steamily (laughs) inject into my brain, which I don't Uh. ever want to hear you say again. Bonus
0: points for saying uh, steamily. I appreciate that. So, you... Yes. So, there's a couple things. So, first, we're going to talk about the origin of The Secret Wars, um, which Kyle kind of alluded to, because there was the original run of The Secret Wars in 1984. Um, My first experience with this was kind of like Kyle had said there were two or three Spider-Man episodes that were the Secret Wars because like I think that they all did it, which was funny because you could tell like (laughs) the animation for Captain America suddenly in a Spider-Man episode was just not the same as what it should have been anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just very like I remember back then being like, well, those that doesn't. That version of Wolverine doesn't look like the Wolverine that I see in my X-Men cartoon. So that's interesting.
2: Hmm. Did X-Men do it too? Did X-Men do a secret war?
0: I don't know if there was ever like they did their own thing as so much as they all just ended up in. At least for me, I only ever saw it through Spider-Man. So yeah, I don't okay. know. And there, there wasn't like a, Carp- a Captain America cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if like X-Men did a thing. X-Men did so many different weird stories back then. You never knew. <laughs> they, they did. Yeah. So the whole concept and and what what it's kind of agreed upon the start to the 84 Secret Wars were that they wanted to sell more toys. Like, that's the thing. That, you know, the big brains that wanted to make money were like, we want to tell a story where you just take the biggest names in Marvel and make them fight so that we can just cram everyone together and then you have to... Make us new heroes to sell. You have to give us new settings to sell. And you can just ham fist everyone into the same, like, photo frame. And kids are
3: going to eat that shit up. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing this came off of the same... There was a big deregulation on children's media at the time that did spawn Transformers, He-Man, G.I. Joe. Mm. And I'm guessing this came out of that as well because the, like, 1984 is about the time all of those, like, we don't care how good it is. This is a half an hour ad to sell Transformer action figures. And, like, that's when that started. So I'm guessing it all came out of that same uh, deregulation period.
0: You you are probably right, because there was a time when it was very specific about what could or could not be done in comic books. Like, the bad guys could never, ever, ever, ever win or have an upper hand or, like, Heroes couldn't use guns. There were just a lot of weird rules. And so this probably would have been right about that time. that Those things were getting
1: relaxed. Right. Um, Because Secret Wars was 1984. And then over on the DC side, Crisis on Infinite Earths was like 85. Um, So, yeah, it was everybody trying to get their merch money all in a three year time span.
0: So so here we are. Um, So kind of the setup is that out of nowhere, the biggest names in Marvel are just recruited uh, by this cosmic entity called the Beyonder. Um, and the way he recruits them. Yeah, they were real original. And the way that he recruits them is he literally just teleports full chunks of their world and like puts them together piecemeal to make this place called Battleworld. Um, this is like I'm going to the entire plot of Battle World can be summed up in three sentences. And those are two of them. The third one, <laughs> the the third one is that he he literally appears in front of these like huge names and says that if you defeat your enemies, I will give you whatever you want.
3: All right, so that's the plot. Um, Tight, so yeah, and then right. they spent th- two years. <laughs> battling each other yeah
2: is it a secret like why is it to be why is it a secret war uh,
0: because like they're just taken out of their own realities and brought here like it's a war that's oh. being happened that, that no one's watching like, i guess Can we just
2: call know. it marvel battle planet that would have been i don't rad. know
0: i don't know well it's battle world <laughs> i'm gonna correct you as many times it takes to get it
1: right i just like the, <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh the whole plot line of this comic book arc is the exact same amount of plot of like a couch multiplayer co-op game uh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's here fight each other and you'll win and that's it
2: yeah, yeah. hey hey th- hey there is a deep lord of super smash bros okay <laughs> there's a hand that controls <laughs> yeah. them
0: um and, and to to really drive the point home uh at one point the beyonder even says i am from beyond like it's it's just like Ugh.
3: yeah it's the whole he said the title of the movie thing once again the 80s where we don't <laughs> We need content, not quality. <laughs> yeah. so
0: to to let you know what the rosters were, so the, for the good guys' side, like where all the good guys appeared, um, you had the members of the current Avengers team, which was Captain America, Hawkeye, Iron Man, but but unbeknownst to everyone, it was uh, Rody playing Iron Man at the time. Um, I don't know what the exact exact reason was. It's the 80s. Who knows? Got it. Um, but it was, it was roadie, and that was important because it
3: was like a reveal later. Um, it was Secret Wars interrupted an arc of the Iron Man comics. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> they, they yelled down. And they the, had to deal with it.
0: They yelled down the hallway, we're doing this next month. And they're like, oh, what? Like, um, we don't even
3: have Tony Stark
0: right now. Yeah. Uh, you also had Thor. You had uh, the Wasp. You had She-Hulk. And you had um, Monica Rambeau, who was the current Captain Marvel at the time, Um, which is also really neat because Monica Rambeau was the first black female Avenger. Um, And she even ended up being the leader of the Avengers at one point. Um, I also have a note that, like, that's important later. And I made that note. So I remembered it. And now I remembered it. Um, Also. Good job, Dad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for me. That's not for you. This one's Um, for daddy. (laughs) This one's for daddy. (laughs) So other... Other members that were there, um, Mr. Fantastic, Human Torch, and The Thing. I'm not sure why uh, Sue Storm wasn't there, um, but she's very pivotal in. Once again, probably
3: yeah. because this interrupted a plot. Yeah. In
0: the <laughs> <economics> <laughs> where she wasn't there.
3: <laughs> and they were like,
0: hmm. <laughs> I'm very willing to hand wave things like that because it probably happened that way. So that's, you know, three out of the four Fantastic Four people. Um, for the mutants, we had colossus cyclops nightcrawler professor x rogue storm wolverine and a purple dragon named lockheed who was a pet to kitty pride um i
3: that is a consistent thing in the comics and isn't really ever explained but it's it's like they did a twitter
2: poll and was like who are your favorite x-men and one of the right ends was Lols lockheed
3: yeah um all all I know is when Joss Whedon took over and wrote like a year's worth of X-Men comics, Lockheed is still there. And that huh. was in 2004? 2003? <laughs> so, Well,
0: well in yeah. the the one part that Lockheed played, there's, okay, I'll start this. There's a lot of stuff that happens in Secret Wars. There's a lot that happens in the 2015 one. And I don't get into all the supporting comic stories or at least the nitty, the nittiest of the gritty in the 84 run. But um, one thing that does happen is Colossus at this point has a relationship with Kitty Pride, and I think he like almost loses Lockheed at one point, and he's worried about his relationship with Kitty Pride because he's Jesus. lost her pet
3: drag. Yeah, exactly. So Ugh. anyway. And, and that was probably a whole issue of one <laughs> yeah. of one comics. Can you that imagine like had to deal
2: with? You get as a kid, you get like one comic a month or one comic every other month, <laughs> and your comic this month is fucking like <laughs> this weird romantic comedy with Colossus yeah. and Kitty Pride. <laughs> oops,
3: oops, all Lockheeds. Yeah. Before we get too far away from it um I do want to point out Monica Rambeau is the the little girl in the Captain Marvel movie. Yes. You took my bullet point at the oh, end of the podcast. Cool. Thanks. Oh, Thanks Kyle. Kyle. Thanks Kyle. Oh. Kyle that was sorry. such an awesome
2: thing that you shared and you alone. That's so neat. <laughs> Way to go spoiler owl.
0: Yeah. Um it's fine. That's there they're going to be a number of things that like I talk about and I say that's important later or I just hit him at the end. So that's that's good. I'm glad you picked up on that because that's one of the That's one of the cornerstones to why I think that this will be a future, like, property.
3: I'm going to take the wind out of your sails the rest of this episode. You try. There's a lot. Um, Again,
0: rest of the heroes, we have Spider-Man. We get introduced to Spider-Woman, who at this point is Julia Carpenter, who I believe ends up being the second Spider-Woman. The Incredible Hulk is there because, like, you need the Hulk. And then for the good guy's side, Magneto is there on the good guy's side. Hmm. Now, it's, it's, it, I don't know if it ever like just like blatantly gets explained, but um, the explanation is that when the Beyonder divided up people, good and bad, that Magneto isn't, quote, evil. He's there to like, his purpose is always to do what's best for mutants and whatever his tainted, you know, vision of what be- what's best is. And so the argument is he's not out to like destroy things, he's just out to protect his people. So he ends up playing like middleman, like in the gray, um, whatever, throughout.
2: He's chaotic neutral.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I
2: was going to say lawful um,
1: evil, but OK. Uh, I
0: don't know. It's hard somewhere. Who knows? And those are two <laughs> opposite things, but whatever. He's he's unaligned lawful of something.
3: He he plays a different role here than he does on Earth. Too, yes, I think is important to point out.
0: Um, the last thing that I'll put into this, because I think it's funny. So again, in the 2015 run, when we talk about it, there's a lot of other comics that, that existed during that 9 to 12 months that that run happened. One of the fun supporting stories was 2015's Deadpool's Secret Secret War. <laughs> <laughs> and in that, they basically retcon all of the 84 Secret War to say that Deadpool was there the whole time.
2: <laughs> okay, it's really good
0: <laughs> and and it ends with the wasp apparently has the ability to wipe people's minds so that she ends up wiping everyone's mind to forget that Deadpool was ever there <laughs> good. which like that's pretty right. funny like I get a kick out of that Um, so that is on like the good guys side where the beyonder drops them off on the bad guys side we have absorbing man dr. doom doc octopus the enchantress Kang the conqueror um claw the lizard molecule man and ultron i'm sorry
2: who is absorbing man (laughs) uh he's
0: in he's in the agent of shield tv show i think he He just can absorb he absorbs material and like that's what his like he can absorb concrete and now he hits as hard as concrete he absorbs water and he becomes water it's
3: i don't know if that's the
0: one that you stuck on that was the weirdest thing to happen here then okay yeah
3: what's a what's molecule man do
0: Yes, so I'm glad you He's said that. He's the other
2: that. one I'm relatively
3: unfamiliar with. He's a They with. Might Be Giants song.
0: Yes, that it's Particle <laughs> Particle Man. Um, but, you know, close. Uh, so, Molecule Man, his power. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. So, his power is just, he can control and alter molecules. Like, think, think big brain how much that would matter. Like, you can change yeah, anything, alter lot. anything into anything. Now, the note is that, he isn't even so much like a bad guy anymore when this story comes up because he's been like seeking counseling to learn control. Like he doesn't want to be a bad guy. Um, Gotcha. And he is by far, and this is stupid. He is probably one of the most important characters of these entire runs. Um, (laughs) You're right. That is stupid. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't say he's the most important, but he's easily like top five. Um, also, Galactus shows up at one point. He's there. It's fine. Like, the Beyonder has the control to bring Galactus in. So that's cool. Um, the last bit about, like, the bad guys, there end up being two more additions. They are named Titania and Volcana. They are two people that they find on Battle World, and Dr. Doom experiments on them and gives them powers. And the big point that I have here is that Dr. Doom calls the shots around here. Like, when they show up, he's like, hey, assholes. Like... You're not whatever you think you're doing. You're not doing it because, like, the very first thing that happens is that um, Ultron like pops off and is like, "Is like I don't trust anything of what's going on here. This doesn't compute." And Doom's like, nah, get back in line, like all of you. You listen <laughs> to me. Nothing else happens here." So, um, I guess there there are a number of things that happen. And so in the end, like they're just they just battle. Like the good guys and the bad guys battle. Obviously, that's what happens. It's pretty one dimensional. Um fight
3: two, who wins who loses <laughs> well I'll get, i need a scorecard todd
0: i'll get to that but there were actually some things that did result of the battle world run that did really matter and so probably the biggest one that happened is this is what ended up explaining where spider-man got the symbiote
1: oh okay um mm. that's important Whoa. and cool
0: yeah um huh. and so for it being so important and cool so okay back to what kyle said this whole thing of like you know all these characters were snatched out of their own stories and brought to this. You now, if you were just like reading the Spider-Man run, but not battle world, ultimately you picked up an episode <laughs> one day and he has a black suit on.
2: Oh, and huh, that's yeah. Weird.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And Easy. you're like,
0: I guess I need to go read battle world because what the hell uh, this,
3: this whole thing reeks of why everyone hates comics because of that. Because <laughs> was like, what? The whole story happened in another comic line that I have to like go and read to know what's happening. Too bad I spent all my allowance and can't. So yeah. I guess well, I just have to accept it. And it
0: and it gets and it gets even symbiote. worse. So the way he gets it, at one point I think they all get like new costumes while they're on the planet because reasons toys. because they needed to sell new toys. Yeah. And so um he literally like picks up a small black ball and it covers him in the symbiote. Like that's it. Cool. And he's like super not concerned about it at the time. He's like, oh, cool. I also have a new outfit. All
3: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
3: Back to punching bad guys. Yeah.
0: And like another result of this was that suddenly She-Hulk had replaced the thing um, in Fantastic Four at the end of this run. And so, again, if you were reading the Fantastic Four and then like didn't read Battle World, however many, you know, issues this run was, suddenly Ben Grimm is gone and you've got She-Hulk. Hmm. A different large punching person.
1: Better go get the coloring book and figure out the numerology so you can get the identity of Golden Freddy after all this bullshit.
0: <laughs> um a- another really big thing that happens is this was one of the not the first time, but one of the big times that like the Hulk got super angry and did really big Hulk things. He literally held a mountain up from crushing everyone. Um nice. And the way he did it is I think it was I think it was Iron Man in this kept insulting him. Like making fun of him to make him madder and stronger. <laughs> That's pretty great. So I don't know. It's one of those very early like this is a tease of what Worldbreaker Hulk would act would ultimately become. Um, however, Worldbreaker Hulk down towards the end is, you know, in the 2000s is just way, way, way more powerful. Yeah.
3: I definitely remember that the like Hulk holding up a mountain being yeah. cited in the big Marvel character encyclopedia yep. I read. That was like, as an example of how strong the Hulk even got so mad, he held up an entire mountain. Like, so that's pretty. And and in the 80s,
0: he got that mad by being made fun of. Like that was like so one dimensional. Bullying
3: is real, Todd. Words Um, hurt.
0: So to get to the actual story, because those are some of like the big highlights, at least there are fights between the good guys and the bad guys that happens. Magneto kind of plays in the middle doing his own thing. But again, Dr. Doom is. He is the badass that calls the shots like he is the guy saying what's going on and like to drive that point home at one point to like power himself up because Galactus is there and he's like, I want to eat this planet, but I can't eat this planet yet because I'm
1: unable to because of plot. So instead, (laughs) the whole the whole planet having a plot shield is like my favorite thing. (laughs) Well, well, the
0: best part is instead he eats his own ship because Galactus has a ship that he rides around on. (laughs) <laughs> okay um sure. so it, he does so and then when that happens doom actually ends up taking that power from galactus using some alien device because they're on an alien planet and they have alien technology and that explains everything um <laughs> and sure. when yeah and when that happens wave. doom then uses the power of galactus to destroy the beyonder um that's, okay. that's how Whoa. that's that's I just summarized a lot of the story for you. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And there's actually a really, really good moment where he has all this power because he, he destroys the beyonder and like he ends up taking the beyonders power. Um, or maybe he doesn't get the power from this. Maybe that's later. But he basically with all this new power he has at one point, he takes his mask off and all his weird scars are gone. And he's just like a Ken doll. He's just gorgeous. He's a uh, he's gorgeous Squidward is what he is in that moment. <laughs> um, but anyway, now, now Dr. Doom is this like crazy powerful thing because he's powered up with Galactus' power at least and he no longer needs to rest. He just like sits there. He doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't need to do any of those things. Um, he has so much power that at one point he detonates a chunk of the battle world and he kills all the heroes. Just kills him. He kills him. They're just okay. that they, they've just blown up. Um, OK, so because he's so full of this power that he's drawn from Galactus because Galactus ate his spaceship. OK, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. So all this while. So Beyonder, who is this like powerful cosmic entity, which, you know, if we want to like speculate, I don't know if they ever actually talk about what his like title is, if he would end up being, um, you know, a celestial or whatever the ranking would be in the current Marvel universe. He's not dead. He was destroyed, but he's not dead. His soul is flying around, just like whimsically, like flying around. Sure. Um, okay. To the, to the point that he ultimately ends up possessing Claw, which would be Ulysses' Claw, as we know, um, which is the... He got what's got face? The, uh, yeah, <laughs> in the Black Panther movie like
1: 45 minutes.
2: Ulysses claw
1: yeah
0: so he Is made out of it's, a being uh, Andy made...
3: Serkis's character in the MCU Oh thank you it does help thank you In, in um,
0: the MCU he has a hand cannon In the Marvel universe <laughs> he's made out of Pure sound so close Oh good <laughs> Um okay So six of one half
3: dozen of the other
0: <laughs> So so this gets real weird right So um not that it's not already Weird the beyonder ends up He possesses claw And so at that moment um, Claw starts, like, seeding or sowing the seeds of, like, you know, distrust into Doom um, by, like, telling him, like, oh, well, you know, there are still people around in this planet that could probably bring the heroes all back together if you're not careful. Like, you did you really get rid of them all? I bet they can come back. And so Doom begins to realize that he can't control this power that he's drawn upon, and he ends up bringing all the heroes back. Like... That's just what happens.
2: <laughs> like purposefully?
0: No. Like he 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 is unable to control all the power that he has
3: siphoned off from Galactus. Okay. So he like he he does that thing where you're like, don't think of don't think of an elephant and he thinks of the, <laughs> yeah. he thinks of the heroes and they're like yeah. and they're back and he's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly it is exactly that. Like the that
0: basically um the beyonder controlling claw is like, oh man, those heroes could come back at any time. Oh, I guess those heroes could come back at any time. The heroes come back. And so there's actually this, like... There's <laughs> a the power dram- inside <laughs> him all along. Yeah. Well, there's this dramatic moment where he's fighting Captain America, and he keeps destroying him, and then rebuilding him right in front of himself again. Like, it happens multiple times.
2: That's so cool and dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's all because, like, he can't control all this power that he's siphoned off from, like, Galactus' ship and this Beyonder influence that's going on. And so, anyway the last battle ends with the beyonder getting his powers back because comics are sometimes like Simpsons episodes in that, in that <laughs> everything needs to actually,
3: reset at the end of the half hour. Yeah.
0: And then, and then nothing actually happens. And so in the end, um, that's basically what happens. Like the, when the beyonder was like, Hey, come here and defeat your enemies and you'll get everything you've ever wanted. That's because there are like wish granting properties of the battle world. And so, heroes and villains they figure out they can like use the battle world's powers and they basically just like leave because they can grant wishes and they just leave got it um cool yeah and so there's also um I guess the couple things that do happen so uh the thing ends up staying behind because he wants to help like explore the universe or whatever I don't know plot who knows like again they needed a thing to change in fantastic four to make people buy the secret war run um Mm. But uh, there's also a Secret Wars 2 where the Beyonder comes to Earth, but everything that I was reviewing basically agreed that was bad. And so I did not. <laughs> it's better
3: if we ignore that. OK, sure. Yeah. Sounds great.
0: So that is the, eight of, the 84 run of Secret Wars, right? So to, to just put it into like condensed bullet points of. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Heroes got transported <laughs> to this world that was made up of fragments of their own reality they fought and then they left and and in the in the in the process we learned a little bit about ourselves
1: (laughs) (laughs) what happens in battle world stays in battle world
3: (laughs) i don't know if it's the way you wrote it out or if it's just that obvious but like there are so many decisions in here that i can just see the writers just going like what if fireman had a Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Like (laughs) just like doing lines and yelling out the first thing that comes to mind. And it's
0: and it's so funny now because like obviously that led to Venom. And like Venom is one of the like favorites of the Marvel Mm -hmm. universe that he's become this like villain to anti-hero to spin off to like a real hero to all this other stuff, all because they were like black suit black suit we'll figure (laughs) it out later black suit
2: i mean and just the symbiote alone like that is the probably the most now like important plot point in spider-man well and it's
0: and it's even at this point like we're not going to get into this rabbit hole right now but like it's one of those things where they it's had so much success that they stopped really building well they've still built forward but they started like reverse engineering like they've retconned the beginning of the symbiote to be a whole thing yeah to like to the point yeah. that now there's speculation that if they wanted to ultimately merge, you know, the the Venom Spider-Man uh, universe in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that the current like bad guy in the Venom run could be linked to Thor because Thor has fought him before. Like it's oh. a whole thing. Um, his name is Gore the God Butcher, and like it's a whole oh
1: we whole talked thing. about him once. The last time you talked about Marvel, we talked about Gore the God Butcher.
3: Um, The Eternals episode for our listeners at home. That was the last time we let Todd (laughs) ramble (laughs) unchecked about Marvel.
0: The point being that we could spend, you know, another full like flavor text here just talking about the symbiote. That thing that literally Spider-Man just picked up a black orb and was like, hey, cool new suit. Got it.
3: Like, (laughs) wow. So, listeners, be on the lookout for, for Todd's two-hour in-depth dive into the lore of Venom and the Symbiote coming out sometime in the future.
0: And what I really mean to say is that we have the 1984 Secret Wars run to thank for having Tobey Maguire jazzercise his way down the, <laughs> r- down the street. So,
2: there's that. Thanks, cocaine.
0: <laughs> okay, so that is where we leave the 84 run. And so that ultimately brings us to the 2015 Secret Wars run. Now, there are kind of two different parts. So first off, there's a shit ton of parts. There's all these tie-ins, and we're not talking about the tie-ins. If you've got a favorite superhero or villain, they probably had their own story that was running around. And so we are just going to talk about the main continuity of the story. And that is kind of separated into two things.
3: And probably similar to the original Secret Wars. They, <laughs> they didn't get much notice. No. They had their own plot. <laughs> Um, Worked out for a year ahead of time And then Kevin Feige was like hey we're doing This and you have to Do it and everyone were like Well shit so So the only thing
0: I would say otherwise is that They did have this had a pretty Good like build up so the Build up to the actual battle world so we're Going to talk about time runs out And battle world and so The build up to the actual reveal Of battle world went on for like A year Uh, It was it was multiple episodes or multiple comics and every comic that would come out would be like listed at the top. It would say like one month until the end, you know, like it would be like eight months Mm. till the end, seven months till the end. Like they were doing it like month by month countdown. And I think they launched the episode or the uh, the the issue zero, I think, came out on like free comic book day to like get people locked in. Oh, that's oh, yeah, Mm.
1: that's a great call.
0: Yeah. Um, And I mean, every every year or two, most, you know, either uh, Marvel or DC will do a big comic run. And so this was the 2013 or the 2015 one. I think the 2013 one was original sin. Like they just keep doing these big stories where everyone drops everything and just does this for a while and then kind of goes back and everything changes. Um, So I've put a picture in here and this is really the only picture you're going to need to know about in Time Runs Out. This is. (laughs) Every hero you've ever cared about fighting a mirror version of themselves, more or less. Yes. Huh. And so this is because um, the, the big deal is that like Secret Wars ended up with, with universes colliding. And so um, in the, the two-year buildup to the Time Runs Out or through this Time Runs Out storyline, um, a lot happens. There's a lot of tie-ins. We're not going to necessarily talk about them. But the overall gist of it is that the multiverse is collapsing. So all the different universes are all collapsing into one another in pairs. So so two of them just colliding. And so what happens with that is that each universe, their earth would collide into the other earth and then both would be destroyed. The earths, the universes, you know, gone. Mm. And so okay. so they kept calling this those were called incursions. And so furthermore to make it even more dramatic, earth was always at the center of every incursion because like reasons yeah of yeah well yeah. and there actually ends up being a reason later but at this point you're just like all right sure cool um to the point that wouldn't you know it the point where that incursion happens is an incursion point so creative anyway yeah <laughs> so basically when the incursions start um there's an eight hour period where both earths can coexist before they collide so it's basically like this earth shows up in the sky above you and it's like, oh, we're the incursion point,
3: I guess, right here. <laughs> you've, got, <laughs> you've got eight hours to make your peace with God. <laughs> yeah. Because your world's about to end.
0: And so cool. after those eight hours, both Earths will collide and it'll destroy both Earths and the universes. The trick is, and they find out, that if one of the Earths is destroyed, the universes can still both exist. But only one of those Earths gets to still remain
2: what a weird work day that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, drop everything. Like, what are you going to do for lunch that day?
0: Um, and so I, I don't know if they ever like fully talk. So there are a couple times that they stop an incursion from happening. And I don't know if they fully talk about the the actual ramifications of that because like more incursions happen anyway. So like, just because you saved yours doesn't mean another one's not going to come in. So it's like, cool. We're safe for eight hours. Hopefully another one doesn't pop up next week. Um, so anyway, as more universes get destroyed, that process goes even faster. Like, it just gets, it gets faster. And so, rinse, repeat, that is what happens. This whole story of the 2015 Secret Wars starts when, um, it, or at least I guess it's explained, when this person known as the Black Swan appears in Wakanda, um, and Black Panther's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm going to destroy your world because my world needs to exist. And... They're like, oh shit, that's a lot to drop on me on a Tuesday, and then
2: <laughs> this is just the plot to Final Fantasy IX, <laughs> which I, you could and be lying so and we wouldn't know. Right now. Yeah. I've played this game. It's Final Fantasy IX. It's a pretty good game, but well, right. the the kicker here
0: is that she accidentally ends up destroying her own world because, <laughs> yep, <laughs> because what a story would it be if it was like, and the six one six universe is destroyed. The end.
3: Um. So she is now stuck. That'd be an awesome story that Marvel would never tell. Because I,
2: I know this is like I know this is stupid for you guys, but should we clarify? Six one six is oh, the OG yeah. Marvel. Yes.
0: Yeah. So when you think about the Marvel storytelling, it's typically six one six universe six one six. Which there's even been the tease in the most recent Spider Man episode or er, movie that we could in fact be Earth six one six. You know, I know at one point they had actually named the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a a numbered Earth. It's nineteen ninety nine ninety nine. There it is. Yep. yep. So anyway, when you hear six one six, that is the like the quote main Marvel comics continuity. Okay. Um, and that's is important. It worth saying
2: what the other universes are. Or are you getting there?
0: Um, I'm going to get to the only other one that's going to really matter. Cool. But like other examples would be like. The Marvel Zombies universe is one of them. Um, the
3: Marvel Ultimates universe is another one of them. The, There's, the Raimi Spider-Man movies exist in one. Right. The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies exist in another. The garbage uh, one. Um,
0: there, is, there is the, I think it's, it's uh, oh man, what is the, the Marvel universe where they're all pets? That is also one. Um, <laughs> God, it. It,
3: there's
0: like a there's like a Captain America or some shit Stop. like that. Stop, that's gross. oh the one the
3: the one Spider Ham is Spider-ham. from Spider Ham. Yep, yeah. that
0: is it. A hundred percent real thing. Yep. So anyway, forget all that though. We're talking about the six one six right now.
3: Sorry, before we move on from this aside, another aside, is Black Swan supposed to be analogous <laughs> to Black Panther or is it just like Ooh. a completely different character?
0: Um, that's a good question and I don't have that answer. So and I'm not also I'm also not going to look it up because Black Swan exists in Got most it. of this to be like a, a context driver of like, oh, I know about the incursions. This she's is what's happening.
3: She's an exposition. Yeah. Done.
0: Yeah. Since, gotcha. since she ended up on this planet to destroy it, to save her own. And like, there's more backstory that we get to eventually, but but that is kind of her drive. Um, I think
2: I I don't think she is designed to be yeah analogous. I actually keep yeah.
1: seeing pictures of her uh, with the Black Order, um, with like columns yeah. and such. So
0: yeah, she's she's ultimately not a good person, but we don't really get there yet. Um. So okay. what happens is, so we now know the issue that is facing us is that incursions are happening and destroying Earths and universes. So. Who better to handle this than the Illuminati? That is the, the like the smartest, most well-equipped Marvel heroes, um, which at this point in time, I believe, were made up of Black Panther, Reed Richards, Iron Man, Beast, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, and Captain America. Um, there and could- someday Alex Jones will put it into their-, <laughs> yeah. their control. And like, like, uh, oh, I guess Professor X may not be in there because Beast is there. So maybe Professor X is dead in this continuity. I don't know. Um, but anyway. They are watching this situation now happen and they're trying to solve the problem.
3: I think he is dead because I think this comes right after Marvel v- or Avengers versus X-Men where he died.
0: There's also, I mean, part of the talk that, that leads to this is that they were starting to kind of like um, prune heroes out of stories, if you will. Yeah, because yeah. they knew they were going to do a relaunch. And so he's they're one like, of the
2: he's one of the founding Illuminati, but he's. I, I would have assumed Beast took his place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, I mean, he might have been one of the people that was, quote, cut on the, or left on the cutting room floor before the relaunch. Um. So anyway, there are these smart people standing in this room, and Reed Richards says, hey, we're going to fix everything by using the Infinity Gauntlet, because that is my one-trick pony that I'm going to bring to the table. We're going to do it. <laughs> and so since Captain America is the only, like, pure person in this room, he wields the Infinity Gauntlet, and ends up pushing the other worth the other Earth away, and what if so, we took this Earth? <laughs> <laughs> we took it over here? Yeah, and so it's just like that <laughs> that that Earth and that universe is just like like not here right now or anymore. Um, the and so everyone's like, "Hooray, that's great!" However, the gauntlet and all the gems except for the time stone are destroyed. <laughs> so Uh-oh. yeah. And the time gem just disappears, which presumably means it like warped into a different place in time because that seems like a very time gem thing, to, thing do. to do. Yeah, so so whoops, that's a problem. So they ultimately decide, from what the Black Swan has said, we, A time heist? A time heist. <laughs> <laughs> no, they decide they're, what they're going to need to do is they're going to need to destroy the other Earth that is colliding into them. Um, mind you, these are like the smartest, most equipped... Presumably, the best of us in a room that are like, we're going to have to destroy another Earth. And Captain America is like, I will absolutely not be part of this. By my stars and bars, I will not allow this to happen. Um, Lawful
3: good. Yeah. yeah.
0: And at that point, Tony Stark says, Well, I'm sorry, Cap. And Doctor Strange wipes his mind.
1: Oh, damn. Um, Whoa. Whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, which kind of plays into. Um, the original sin storyline again. I think it was 2013. It was where they all had like some sin from their past, and like, or at least in their life oh. that they don't know about. So this would be from the future, but that could be mm-hmm. part of it. Um, anyway, the Illuminati, the Illuminati is like we gotta figure out a thing. We gotta figure out something, <laughs> uh, some way to to destroy, um, destroy competing worlds. And so they find some design, some device they make up, and the the Earth that is coming at them to for the incursion. They go to it, they scan the Earth, it is barren. There's no life on the planet. And so, that's an easy, that's an easy win. They blow it up. Like, they get to continue to exist. Yeah. Um, so, at this point, <clears throat> Reed Richards ends up working with the Black Swan to develop a thing called the Bridge, which lets them look at alternate realities. So, like, see into that Earth that is coming at them. Mm. Um, uh, furthermore, this is around the time where Doctor Strange... He's like, I need to get myself so full of power. Like He goes and tries to basically sell his soul to find power. Um, Along the way, he ends up getting captured by a being named Raboom Alal, um, who we find out is the leader of the Black Swans, Black Swans being like a group of people. Gotcha. So things are going to get weird because it turns out that Dr. Doom is secretly... Raboom Alal, who's being <coughs> worshipped by these, these black swans, um, and Dr. Doom is now on a mission to destroy all the other Earths to like save their own.
3: Is this 616 Dr. Doom? Is this some other alternate Dr. Doom? I believe it is 616 Dr. Doom. Does okay. he um, still have
2: galactus power no
3: that was like
0: 30 years ago that's 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 way that's Uh, been retconned which is an eternity in comic book time (laughs) Yeah, he
2: he took a shit and his powers went back to normal yeah yeah
0: um but the the point being you know the black swans are actually beings that exist trying to destroy other worlds to save their own and the long and short ends up being they cannot stop the incursions without straight up destroying every other earth oh
1: That poses a small problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so, and and I mean, without going into the reasons why that won't work, it won't work. Um, (laughs) Like, one, universal genocide. Two, like, the resources required. So we end up in a situation where Marvel Continuity 616 is about to collide with the ultimate universe, which is Earth 1610. Those are probably, like, the two biggest universes that we know about. Um 1610 might be most well noted at this point in time for having Miles Morales in it. Mm-hmm. Um and I am not convinced that he wasn't part of the driving force behind this whole thing because people loved Miles Morales so much,
3: but he was born out of a universe where Spider-Man died. Mm. Like was dead dead. So the, there's a whole lot of issues with the Ultimate Universe, the mo- the first of which being mm-hmm. like that Spider-Man is dead um the second of which is it was cre- created with what if we made the avengers but in a post 911 world uh, and also they're all the absolute worst like captain america is like the racist old man from the 40s there you go um mm. uh, tony stark is like kind of kind of a coward and alcoholic in this one mm-hmm. and like just a whole bunch like you know just kind of extrapolate their flaws mm-hmm. all the way out
2: they, they tried to be too gritty
3: i was gonna say they started making a gritty universe and they're like "Ooh, what if we keep only some of these things yeah yeah and that's what it was It's like well this 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 and this works let's keep those yeah. five things and scrap the rest
2: of i it. guess that makes sense that was like the height of like batman begins was really
3: popular mm-hmm. and the ultimate x-men was the first in that series and that was 2001 or two yeah and, then, and that's
2: isn't that what the movies are based off of because that's all
3: that's leather the leather daddy x-men right uh, that's <laughs> so yeah that was th- them trying to be don't, like okay don't look at it. me
2: like that matt you know what i'm talking about <laughs> the leather daddy <laughs> no,
1: I, I knew what you were talking about it was just like i had to process what you said and then realize that i also agreed with you
0: <laughs> thanks okay so we've got these universes um yep. So I, because yes. I, I don't want to talk about Leather Daddy X Men anymore. Um, so <laughs> since we've got these parallels, too bad <laughs> it's all Leather Daddy <laughs> X Men all the way down.
3: Uh, um, well, that's all we'll be talking about on <laughs> on my new podcast, Leather Daddy X Men. <laughs> um, gross. Uh,
0: so at this point, you know the Ultimate Universe. They're they're getting ready for battle because they have also figured this out. Um, and so the six one six universe has to deal with the Ultimate Universe, including. A group called the Great Society, which is the parallel, parallel Illuminati, because we can't be original about anything. And they are led, or at least the, the Ultimates coming to 616, are led by Ultimate Nick Fury, who is like, we're not going to be destroyed.
3: Ultimate Nick Fury is the first time uh, Samuel L. Jackson was cast as Nick Fury, by the way. That was where that came mm-hmm.
0: from. I got a timeout because I'm super going to pee. I didn't pee before we started recording. So I really need a pee break, and I'm very sorry. That's on you. It is on me. I've got a a good stop here. Sorry, everyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Andrew here. Remember that time I made that really salient point about a popular video game, and everyone immediately changed their minds in my favor? Kyle, put a good clip of me right here. (laughs) Ha ha ha, what a cherished memory we all shared. Well, I want to take this time to recommend one of my favorite indie games to have come out in the last couple years, and that's Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is an artfully crafted, tough-as-nails 2D Metroidvania. You play as a nameless knight exploring the massive bug kingdom of Hallownest. As you dive further into the depths of this dying civilization, you'll uncover more about the mysterious plague that has taken most of its inhabitants. The soundtrack, directed by Christopher Larkin, sets the scene of desolation well with its slow, methodical violin melodies and soft piano. Just to be clear, I am in no way being paid to deliver this message, I just really like this game. So much so that I actually bought it twice. If you enjoy narrative single player experiences and exploring sprawling imaginative landscapes, or if you simply just want a challenge, pick up a copy of Hollow Knight. You can find it on Steam or download it to your PS4, Xbox One, or Switch today.
0: All right, so so we're back. I don't know if that clap like, does anything. I leave that seeing. clap in. Good. <laughs> um okay, so Ultimate Nick Fury is like leading this charge to take down 616 Earth cuz they too do not want to be all incurred. Um at this point in time, Namor uh from the 616 universe actually creates this like new cabal. So he takes members of the Black Order, so we're talking Thanos Corpus Glaive, Proxima Midnight. Um he also takes Maximus the Mad, who I don't know if was part of the Black Order, but Maximus the Mad is Black Bolt's evil brother. Sure. Mm. Um he basically makes like this group of people, and he's like, No, we're gonna go destroy every last earth that tries to incur with us. Like, we're not messing around. We're gonna go do it.
3: They're 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 taking they're like, yeah, the the shadow group that's mm-hmm. like, we're not we're not negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. We're,
0: and like Namor, we're here to, and, and yeah. you know, Namor has been like a, a bad guy an antihero, a good guy, whatever. Um, but I think this is the time where he's like, and maybe he was part of the, um, the Illuminati at the time, but he was like, no, we've got the means we're going to take care of this. We'll do what needs to be done because no one else will.
1: Yeah. This is a great example of how Namor is an asshole.
0: Yeah. Um, and furthermore, they, so this group, this like, Namor, Thanos, Corpus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Maximus the Mad, they are consistently bad guys throughout like the rest of the story. Okay. Um so at this point, we now have Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange who work with Molecule Man to try and figure out what's
3: going on. Because again, Molecule Man is the <laughs> Molecule Man is the power of friendship. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's the the spackle that makes this makes every convoluted idea work. Yes, it's like all right, and Molecule Man do a thing, and it works.
0: Well, so they end up finding out through plot that um, the Beyonders, which there are multiple Beyonders, um, they've been using the multiverse as like an experiment, um, and and they're just kind of done with the experiment, and so they're going to just erase everything. Like that's <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, it's 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 not much sillier than the Beyonder brought people in their fragments of their world to a planet to fight for Saturday morning cartoons. Like it's not that much difference. Yeah. Right. The so (laughs) further, we find out that um they the Beyonders put like a version of Molecule Man on each universe to ultimately act as a time bomb to explode whenever they want it to happen. Like, that's mm. how, that was their initial plan. Um, ha- and then it turns out that the incursions are happening because Doctor Doom and Molecule Man are messing with everything. So it's like this, this, like, it's this Ouroboros, like, chicken and the egg situation where the Beyonders could just destroy all the Earths, but because Doctor Doom has figured out what's going on and is collecting all the Molecule Men from each universe, <laughs> they're just encouraging, like, they're just colliding.
2: Dr. Doom this, is collecting molecule men. What a weird sentence. I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase something Andrew said a, a minute ago, and this is very cool, and if you look a little bit beyond, uh-huh. behind the curtain, it's very stupid. Well, <laughs> yeah. and, it,
0: and, and so he is collecting all those different molecule men, and he uses all of them to, like, overpower and destroy the Beyonders. And so... um. Let's, I think I get back to how, okay, I explain how that happens in a second, but I'll come back to that. So, so
2: I have a question. Yeah, I have a you lot of hand. but yeah, I, you get one, choose up. it. Okay, so the Beyonders, I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to literally and metaphorically peel back the layers of this onion, right? Because like, we've got all these different universes, and one would imagine or one would theorize that like you are kind of stuck to your own universe. For yeah, months. more or less. So if beyonders are so uh, what's the word extra planar, like they're on another plane of existence, like where, where they can see all the unit, like they have, they have physical control of different universes. Mm-hmm. How does Dr. Doom even interact with them? It's like building a ladder to get to heaven. Like those are just those.
3: So, so to extrapolate on the stupidity of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would guess that the in-universe explanation is that because Molecule Man is made from, like, specifically planted by mm-hmm. the Beyonders, mm-hmm. there is some interaction where you can, like, reverse engineer Molecule Man to then hurt the Beyonders.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all right. so, so Probably. Knowing, <laughs> knowing how this story goes, I did not get crazy in the weeds over the, like, Why Doctor Doom can like interact with the Beyonders and how he found them. I just know that like he ends up. We find this whole situation of like I thought you know you know who's on first. I'm on second. Like of of the Beyonders planted Molecule Man men (laughs) because (laughs) they can destroy the the multiverses that way. Okay, but also it's fallen apart because Doctor Doom collected the Molecule Men, but now they found that plan out. Um, this is
3: also not the first example of Dr. Doom successfully punching out of his weight class oh, yeah. in the yeah. comics. Yeah. 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 Um, he he does that quite frequently. Yeah. I want to okay. take one more quick
1: aside. Sorry to cut you off again, Todd. <laughs> You're good. Um, You're good. No, like I wish that the 2000s X-Men movies had not made Dr. Doom such a freaking wang. Because, like, Mm. in the comics, (laughs) Doctor Doom is incredible. Top-tier villain, super powerful. Like you said, Kyle, like, consistently punching out of his weight class and connecting, like, Little Mac and Mm -hmm. Punch-Out. But, like, in the movies, he was such a dweeb that they took out (laughs) in, like, 15 minutes. Um, Well, in the
0: the Fantastic Four movies, they made him this, like, I don't know, they took the guy from Nip-Tuck. And they made him yeah. Doctor Doom. <laughs> and like Nip, so Tuck, Nip Tuck was just the softcore porn I watched in like the late nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> and I don't I don't need that
3: with my get get that out of here. So <laughs> the guy from Nip Tuck and the guy from the shield were in yeah. the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> what a if weird thing. If you time. wanna if you wanna date those movies.
0: <laughs> so we've got this incursion six one six and sixteen ten. The ultimate universe and like the main Marvel continuity arc colliding. Um so what happens is Reed Richards is able to create a life pod and he's going to escape from the 616 universe and they kind of like draft a team to escape with him. And they basically say who do we need? Who is important? Who do we want to protect? And there's actually a conversation where they decide that like Tony is not worthy of going because of like, you know, his deception of Captain America. Um Captain America ends up not getting on the pod as well. But the team that does make it onto the life pod are Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Uh, of course. Yep, yeah, Star-Lord uh, Cyclops, who had recently taken control of the Phoenix Force. Oh, boy. Because
3: we got to save the Phoenix Force. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the X-Men versus Avengers storyline. So there you go. Which was very good. It was a very good
2: storyline. And this is 2015, so Gal- Guardians would have just come out, right? So that's why Star-Lord yeah. was there.
0: Yep. yeah yeah um captain captain marvel is on there um black panther is there jane foster's thor which i would refer to as the mighty thor is on there um reed richards is also there along with the fantastic four and uh reed and sue's kids because they have i think two kids um mm-hmm. so partway through this like escaping the incursion uh Johnny Storm, the thing, Sue Storm and their kids are like separated from the life pod and just disintegrated. Oh bummer. Just like
3: <laughs> like Oh. Do you know why? Uh I know what I know what happens. I mean No, it's cuz that's when the uh when Fan 4 stick ca- came out, the awful oh, sure. um, and and Marvel was just like we're not making Fantastic Four comics yeah, anymore um, because you ruined our you ruined that brand with this movie. Holy so shit. we're not We're not doing it anymore. So a hundred, a (laughs) hundred percent. So, so, so
0: you will actually see some of that. Actually, a lot of that play out here. Um, you'll see a lot of that play out here. Um, but anyway, they are cut out, disintegrated, gone. Um, so, and then at the same point in time, we find out that the Reed Richards from the 1610 universe, who is called the maker. Um, he gets, he builds a life pod and him and Namor's, like, team of baddies, they survive the incursion.
3: The, ma- the maker was another big reason they want another, like, one they super duper wanted to save from the Ultimates universe. Because it's Reed Richards who, like, su- used his shape-shifting powers to, like, super f- add folds to his brain or whatever to increase his um, mental capacity. So much so that he became a twisted, like, mm-hmm. eldritch, goopy monstrosity of a villain. Um, in that universe that's not how like,
2: science works i mean <laughs>
1: like you know wait question clarifying question so yeah. the maker is from 1610 and he made the yes. livePod, pod which saved the cabal but the cabal is from 616
0: yes, Got yes. It. so okay. we we need we need the bad guys from 616 but we need a way to get them there and so we need the maker, which is, you know, bad Reed Richards from 1610. Got it. OK, you can you can more or less just kind of forget about
3: everything 1610 for the most part. Cool. So what we end um, up with. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say quick aside. The maker is what is also responsible for. Um, the Marvel zombies universe. Oh, like, shoot. When they get into their universe hopping, he's the one behind. He
2: looks like well. an incel.
3: Yeah. He's yeah, he, is he is something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like
3: RoboCop in the Marvel universe.
0: Yeah. The the bottom line of this is that all these universes collide and doom because doom is just like straight OP. He manages to take all of the remnants of all these like various earths and he builds a patchwork world. Doom does this. Mm-hmm. Um and he did this by uh he went to the beyonders with Doctor Strange. And he took their powers using Molecule Man. So, like, there's kind of a theme here. Like this, this is kind of what happened before. Like Doctor or uh, Doctor Doom took powers, did whatever he from wants from the to. Beyonder. Yeah. Nice. Um, you, I see you Marvel. And like in this moment too, Strange just has to go with it because like Doom is even just more OP. Like I think Strange realizes like, all right, I've there's not a thing I can do. Wow. I'm just gonna roll with this. And I guess I just play it out because the alternative is you just straight up destroy me. Hmm. So that now leads us to Battle World, which I put in the doc. Um, a A funny looking map. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is just like it's like you guessed at how to color the different countries on one of those flattened globes, and you weren't <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it is. So okay. So what is Battle World? So Battle World is what I would call the clip show of Marvel highlights and cool shit. It, they basically <laughs> took, yeah, they took like some of the
3: coolest features, it's the, 100th, the 100th episode clip show.
0: <laughs> yeah. They took like the coolest like pocket features of all these different Marvel things and just crammed them together in these like defined countries that border one another. We just read so,
2: off some of these titles.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I picked I picked off some of the best ones that I'll get to in a second. So, all of the different patches are literal realities that exist across the continents, and each one is ruled by a baron. And that baron is probably someone notable. Um, So, Mm. furthermore, they are all ruled by this is a typo in the notes. It said good Emperor Doom, but it is God Emperor Doom. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That is, let me be clear there's nothing good about God Emperor Doom. (laughs) um he has created this world from all the different incursion universes um right along with his right hand man sheriff strange
3: um that is real that is (laughs) Is an old is is it an old west version of dr strange because if not if not someone deserves to be fired
0: this is 616 doom and 616 strange wow Um,
3: god emperor doom and sheriff strange okay like god emperor doom I absolutely see Doctor yeah. Doom like yeah. doing, like he's wanted to be God Emperor Doom his whole life. But Sheriff Strange, yeah, is it, very it, silly.
0: it seems a little strange. Not, no pun intended. Like I, I read it and I kind of laugh. But there, it's going to get weirder before it gets better. So,
3: Matt, there's your chance for a snake in my boots. Uh, <laughs> joke, if you got one.
0: Well, here's where I get back to Andrew's first point about all the Thors. So the Enforcers of Battleworld are all the Thors from every last reality? So Doctor Doom, God Emperor Doom, has picked every Thor from every <laughs> single reality, put them together, and they are called the Thor Corps. I, I saw it in the <laughs> <laughs> notes. I knew it. I knew it was coming, and I hate it. Yeah. So so <laughs> to, to highlight Corps. some of these like universes that exist in Battle World. So we have
2: yeah exactly.
3: What if we called it Thor Corps? <laughs> <laughs> exactly Uh,
2: not on like the snake in my boot somebody thought of the name and then built all of the pieces to get to that part so
0: so there is literally if you were to go to the secret wars (laughs) wikipedia page don't do it now do it later when you've got some serious time there they show every one of the like 41 different areas and then there's some that aren't even listed and it lists what it's called who the baron is and what universe it comes from, or what storyline it comes from, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the some of the notable ones. So number one on the list was Greenland. That is that is Planet Hulk. Not it like the like, country. Not place. not
2: the country <laughs> of Greenland. Yeah, um, just, but we just that really is, like Greenland.
3: It's fine. Yeah, guys, we'll call the one Hulk rules <laughs> Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, like the country. <laughs> But not.
0: So it is, it is exactly that. It is Planet Hulk only like on steroids that it's just Hulks everywhere. Um, you have... Oops all the, Hulks. Yeah, oops all Hulks. <laughs> <laughs> you also get things like the Domain of Apocalypse, which is very obviously taken from Age of Apocalypse. Um, you have technopolis which is from a marvel story called armor wars which i was not familiar with it's it my is a... favorite my favorite a...
2: Coheed and cambria album <laughs>
0: <laughs> so armor wars is actually pretty interesting in the sense that it is a storyline where like tony's you know his his recipe for how we created iron man gets out and like you know there's a rival company that also like starts building iron man like it's basically everything's like it's the worst case, case scenario Iron Man. of the Willy
3: Wonka of oh, Oops All Iron Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you end up with another version of Kunlun, which is uh, off the Master of Kung Fu storyline, which is run by Emperor Shang Chi, which is kind of neat because that's a name that we now know in the Marvel universe, um, the cinematic
3: universe. Yeah, cinem- comics yeah. readers have always yeah, known yeah. Shang Li, yeah, or Shang Chi.
0: Uh, there's Arachnea, which is the, the yeah. They're really trying uh, the Spider Verse, which was run by Norman Osborn until like the spider, the good spider people destroyed or usurped him or whatever.
2: What's the Spider Verse in the in the comic? Isn't that just? New I think York? it's
0: exactly what you think it is. It is like so when they put it together, it ends up being like Osborn towers here and like whatever the lab that the Spider
2: Man. Okay.
3: It's all like the the known places. So it's
2: like like it, a big old Marvel museum, basically. The
3: the The places that don't really exist in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. but are canonically in Manhattan in the comics are probably all in Arachne. And this is like the bottle episode
0: of it is the Spider-Verse again. Like this is Mm -hmm. into the Spider-Verse happening in one location. Yeah, yeah, I
2: gotcha. I gotcha.
0: Um, You end up with Doomstot, which is actually run by. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is run by God Emperor Doom and it's guarded by a version of Galactus.
3: How can we how can we make sure our readers know he's a Nazi? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we want people to realize how bad he is. Um, there's a lot of different areas that are modeled around uh, civil war, which I don't know if the Second Civil War had happened yet, but they might have been building to it. But it's a lot of like conflict between like you know this faction, this faction of heroes, and mm. then um, there are places that are the Marvel Zombies universe. The Age of Ultron universe in the Annihilation Wave universe, which um, you're probably familiar with, like the first two, obviously, but the Annihilation Wave is Annihilus, who is a being who I believe is from the negative zone, and the endless army that he controls. He is probably another bad guy. We will see eventually. Um, he tends to be, I believe, a Fantastic Four villain mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, is that Mr. Negative? No. No.
0: no. Oh. Uh, nope. I thought different. I, I would have known You a thing. almost tried.
2: I also don't know what Age of Ultron or Marvel Zombies are other than the context. Well, you you probably got it it
0: right, though. Like, Marvel Zombies is literally the Marvel Zombies universe. They're all zombies. Age of Ultron is a universe where there's just a bunch of Ultron robots. So basically, these are like three forbidden lands of of like (laughs) zombies, killer robots, and like a, a faceless
2: army. And queens in the middle of everything. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: and they are all held back by a thing called the shield. Um, And so we are going to get back to the shield later because that's obviously very, very important. Um, Furthermore, that was like seven locations and there's 41 listed on the map. Dear God. Got it. To tell you how like completely nuts this all is that's
3: subscribe to our Patreon and oh listen my God. To Todd explain each and every, each and every one. I love that three of
2: these are classified like they're
3: spoilers yeah, yeah I would have to I
0: would what have can- to quit my job to, to do a podcast about okay. all of these things well,
2: we're we're definitely not going to do this, but I'm sorry, King James England
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> My guess is like that's the Knights of the Round Table and I think they okay. had like um, yeah they
3: did they did a Marvel like 1402 um series of comics sure, where okay. like where Tony Stark is like a conquistador. Yeah. Okay, and, like, we're we're not doing this. We're not no, doing this. Yeah, it's not worth one. it. That's so, that's probably what that's from.
0: So that is all the setting. Now to get to like the actual story, right? So Doctor Doom has built this world using powers given to him via Molecule Man and uh, Doctor Strange is his sheriff. So, the the life pod of the bad guys, the Cabal life pod. So that's Namor, that's Thanos, that's Maximus the Mad, that's the Maker. The Cabal
1: um, life pod sounds like an awful podcast. It, it is. is.
2: <laughs> I, I, that's a that's a new uh, side business by Gwyneth Paltrow and the Good Corporation. <laughs> oh, gross!
0: <laughs> Wait till they tell you where you have to put the life pod. So like they like they, they they all get out. And, like, they, like, they, you know, disappear to do evil things. Um, Doctor Strange, because I refuse to call him Sheriff Strange all the time, he finds the life pod, and wouldn't you know it, Miles Morales stowed away in the life pod. Because Miles Morales is the only pure thing from 1610 that we care about. (laughs) So, um, at this point, he has Miles Morales, and he's like, cool. Because, like, Doctor Strange is still a good guy. Doom is very, very bad. Doctor Strange is not. And so, Doctor Strange is like, all right, kid i guess you're with me um and then he orders the thor corps to round up the cabal so we then have the life pod of all the good people and they crash land into battle world and that is reed richards black panther uh phoenix force cyclops carol danvers mighty thor star lord peter parker i think that's most everyone um it is found by sheriff strange and there's a new Thor Corps recruit who is just supposed to be effectively like Thor. It's normal looking Thor. Um, and then, (laughs) and then miles Morales. So we, at this point in time, also find out that when all the incursions and like, uh, dooms, you know, patchwork world came together. Uh, Dr. Strange created his own secret little Island, uh, with bits of the six one six universe. And he called it the Isle of Agamotto because we are out of original ideas and names.
3: You have a week to come up with forty-one names for Marvel-based continents. Yeah. Yeah. The first Go. ten are real strong, and then after that.
1: Well, and if you, if anybody's looking for a tie into the MCU, um, in the MCU, the Time Stone that Doctor Strange has is held in the Eye of Agamotto. This yes. is the Isle of Agamotto. Oh yeah, yes. There's the that is, thank, Would this? Thank have you been, for that.
2: Would this have been?
3: This would have been before the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, about a yeah. year, so the yeah. movie would have been. The movie would have been in development. Yeah, it would have been getting shot.
0: It's worth noting, too, that in, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Matt said, the Time Stone is in the Eye of Agamotto. In the Marvel, just comic universe, that is not the case. The Eye of Agamotto is a, you know, magical item that Doctor Strange has that helps give him powers, just like the Cape of Levitation and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um, So at this point, we get exposition. And Strange says that that you've all been in stasis for eight years. Um, that's, that's just what's passed from then. And he explains that the multiverse collapsed and he, he uses the word God. He says, God grabbed bits and pieces to create a battle world. Um, and he shares that God also wiped everyone's memory. So they have no idea of their own past. They don't know what they were prior to this. Um, and at this point in a very like dramatic beat, Reed Richards asks who God is and strange tells him that it's doom. And so it's this, yeah, whoa <laughs> moment. Um, and it, you know, it's kind of driven home at that point that you know, God Emperor Doom, he is ruling Battle World with an iron fist. Also, kind of what Kyle had just said earlier, he has claimed Reed Richards' family as his own. So Sue Storm and the kids are now like, you know, via the power of God Sue, Emperor Doom, Sue Doom, Sue Doom. <laughs> uh, they, they are, you know, gaslit into thinking that he is their family.
3: Yikes. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's a shot of, of like, uh, what is it? Franklin Richards running up and hugging Doom and going, Daddy, and Reed Richards looks on in horror. And, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, like,
0: it's it's yeah. the pieces are there. So what happens at that point is that, <laughs> so the reason why the Thor recruit is there is really just for this moment where his version of Mjolnir starts lighting up which is the signal that the Thor Corps has been summoned, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we find out that the Thor Corps have found the cabal of bad people, and there is a battle happening. So mm. Doom um, gets, catches word that the battle's going poorly because a, a beaver Thor, some furry animal version of Thor, um, teleports in and is like, the battle's going really bad. Also, I'm an animal. <laughs> 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 um. And then while he's, like, looking through his god powers to watch this battle go poorly, he sees Doctor Strange warp in to help and also the raft group of the good guys. Mm. And so, you know, this includes Reed Richards and, like, Doom is hashtag triggered. He's like, he's like, oh, I killed Reed Richards. This is bad. And so Doom rolls in and he tells Reed that he is now a god. And he's like, I'm a god. You're not. I'm going to destroy everything. And since the cabal's also there, Thanos has this cool moment where he says there exists a difference between playing God and being a God, which is like Ooh. epic hm. shit from Thanos. Right. Are
1: we like rooting for the cabal in a way in this moment?
0: Yeah, I'm not.
2: I'm not following what the cabal's purpose is, so, but that's
0: so okay. you are. You are not rooting for doom. Right. You probably wouldn't root for
3: the cabal um you're definitely but rooting. now it's yeah. now it's a like an enemy of my enemy is my yeah. friend yeah. situation and with we, the cabal i don't
1: care who the patriots are playing as long as the patriots lose like that's yeah. that's where we're at
0: the cabal is the patriots and no, doom, is no, the patriots. doom
1: is the wait, patriots doom is the patriots i, I forgot like, to yeah. use sports There's metaphors in this the, podcast the, no. are, the,
2: are the, the cabal the cabal or the are the cowboys? patriots a baseball <laughs> team <laughs>
1: god damn it keep going
0: Tom. So, so there's this so there's this moment in this battle that Phoenix Force Cyclops like, hey, Doom, I'm coming for you because I've got all this power. And he like handles himself for a while until Doom just takes him by the neck and just snaps his neck, um, Whoa. which again is oh. like to this is probably one of those moments where they're like, we want to make it clear how much power Doom has. He just like annihilated the Phoenix Force with one hand Um. at this point. Doctor Strange is like, well, this is all bad. And he scatters all (laughs) the 616 heroes and the villains to different parts, various parts of the battle world. Just like sends them away, just bloops them out. And at this point, um, he, you know, there's this exposition between him and doom. And he says, you know, I did that because they wouldn't kneel to you and, and you would have destroyed them. And I'm sure doom was like, well, yes, they, you know, they should kneel to me and I would have destroyed them. And then (laughs) um because strange doesn't know when to stop talking he says also you still fear reed richards and doom just like blows strange away just like kills him as as you know <laughs> yeah. you would um there is this moment then they show like the they end up showing the funeral um it never is told to doom's fake family what happened to strange i think they just tell him that like the mm. bad guys kill him or whatever because sure. like strange is one of the good guys and they're the family's good guys too so we have a three weeks later pass and battle world is just in rebellion everything is just like a mess um there is rumor well, it's this... called
2: battle world
0: yeah i know they really could have they could have <laughs> called it like like civilized else. Yeah, yeah, civilized islands, you know. Um <laughs> Agent Kirby's Pillow Palace. They could <laughs> um so so there is rumor going around that there is a being called the Prophet that is organizing an army against Doom. Oh well, it turns out that the Prophet is Maximus the Mad, or, or
1: Black Bolt's brother. Who is part um, of the Cabal. Yeah, part of the bad guys. Which and like so, can can I bring you back a second? So sure. in that huge fight. Where, where the Thor Corps is fighting the Cabal, and then Phoenix Force Cyclops is there, and yada, yada, yada. Um, Doom shows up. What happens to the Cabal?
0: I think that they... I, my, my understanding is that in that moment, they were like, kind of what you said, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like, the battle shifted focus from
3: fighting the, the two The, the Cabal. two life pods. Yeah. The, like, the, the Cabal life pod and the, the Illuminati life pod teamed up to fight Doom, yeah and the thor core cool.
0: yeah i think i think they were probably i can also guess um i i did not like read through this i skimmed stuff but i'm guessing Then at that point you know the thor core is still under doom's control so maybe they were also ultimately trying to fend off the thor Corps? i don't know then the point is supposed to be like doom shows up and doom's the bad yeah but like so um,
1: i guess my question is did did the cabal like dip or did they all get destroyed oh no, um,
0: that Doctor Strange sent them away too. Okay, cool. Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor Strange just just you know blooped <laughs> everyone out. Like, if you are from six one six and also the Maker and also Miles Morales, like you you out. Got it. Cool. Um, yeah. So we are now at the point where kind of that that uh, three weeks later, we now find Mister Fantastic and the Maker have teamed up because they want to take Doom down, and so. Who better to send on a, like, stealth mission into Doom's castle than the Spider-Men? So than two Spider-Men. Two
2: Spider-Men. <laughs> Spider- Spider- the, the Spider's Men.
0: Yes. So they do that. Um, we also now find Black Panther and Namor. They go to the Isle of Agamotto to see if there's, like, stuff they can use to destroy Doom. They end up finding an Infinity Gauntlet.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> because... Love it when you find those laying around. Uh, ah, yeah. uh,
0: beans. <laughs> yeah. A, an Infinity Gauntlet that works um in Doomstot. so i don't know if that meant that like dr strange was able to like yeah i know (laughs) that dr strange was able to like pull gems from other universes and because of that it only works in that one location it's like
2: it's like when you go to europe you have to get a different uh voltage or different wattage of (laughs) exactly how it is
3: i remember something from one of the comics i read where like they have it's the council of reeds and they have like therefore an, an infinite number of infinity gauntlets and stones yeah. and they're like we can use the infinity gauntlet on any world but it's most powerful on the world it's from yeah. like so maybe that's like maybe hand maybe that's... wave
2: actually okay so let's talk about the council of reeds real quick so how is that possible <laughs> if if all these other universes like are colliding with each other how is the council of reeds possible
3: well that's just like a thing it's that's like that's not an answer <laughs> It it's kind before this. Yeah, they create like a pocket dimension that mm-hmm. they all exist in. It's nah, like their own. It's like, like the Kirby. Delta,
0: the Delta Sky like lounge. You've never really been there, but you know it's pretty cool. And like he talks about going there sometimes, and you get jealous.
2: Also, it exists between two planes. <laughs> yes. Shut, Shut, up. Shut <laughs> up!
0: Oh no, oh, 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 that was really oh, good. Oh, oh. Um. Okay, so we're at this point where when Strange like whooshed everyone away, he dropped Thanos outside of the shield, that giant wall that blocks all the bad stuff. Mm. We then find out that the shield is actually a modified version of the thing, Ben Grimm. Oh. He is a giant wall. Yeah. Oh. That to get him out of the picture because you got to remember Doom like took Reed Richards' family. He yeah. has like banished Ben Grimm to be this wall that keeps all the bad stuff out of all the other places
3: is the wall. Like the same orange blocky texture that Ben Grimm is the whole, like through the whole thing. And then you, they reveal it and you're like, Oh, it was in front of my face the whole time. Or is it kind of hidden?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what we end up with. I'm trying to pull up the actual picture. Um, he just ends up being massive by the end. Well, yeah, but I forget like how they initially, I forget what the first reveal actually looks like. But by the end, he's just like a monstrously large Ben Grimm. Um man, I really want to find that. Oh yeah, like there's a there's a big old face of him. It's just like a wall with his face sometimes. Like it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, furthermore, to add extra like insult to well, I guess, so Thanos convinces him to let all the bad stuff out. Um, to say, like, hey, we're gonna take down Doom. That's gonna require you letting out the bad stuff. And he's like, no, alright, that works. Um also To parallel this, the son of Battle World is Johnny Storm, who has been like banished above, like the plane, to just be the sun. The the
3: S U N.
0: Yes, not S O N S U N. So
2: gotcha.
3: The star in the sky heating our planet is is Johnny's son in this continuity. Johnny's son, not Johnny Storm.
2: Johnny Johnny Storm. Johnny (laughs) Storm. That's stupid. That's
0: what happens. So we now fast forward that we have we have a <laughs> listen. Some of these things you just gotta like roll with. Um, so a battle breaks out between the prophet, which is Maximus the Mad, and some of like Thanos or uh, Dooms Barons. And so um, at that point in this battle, because that's all these like are anymore just big battles. That's just what's happening. The Thor Corps. Ter- it is again battle, battle world. planet. I hate you <laughs> the the Thor Corps, um ultimately turn on doom from encouragement from uh, Jane Foster's mighty Thor she like does a rallying cry and says like hey we're better than this let's let's do this whole thing furthermore Black Panther convinces the Marvel zombies to join him. Uh, in the fight against doom because he has the title king of the dead well that's pretty cool which
1: i'd like to know why that yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so
0: uh he at one point in a storyline because this always happens he died and he came back like that was the thing and in that time i guess Shuri like took over um but like that was the whole thing he died and he came back and so he is a king and he was dead he's the king of the dead um i'm sure i love
3: that I love that it works too. That the Marvel zombies hear that explanation, like they're like, "Yeah, well, I guess our hands are tied. We have to. What else (laughs) else are we gonna do?
2: We, we as the zombie kingdom, are contractually obligated (laughs) to follow this man because he has said brains."
0: Um, and so at this point in time, uh, Black Panther also has the Infinity Gauntlet. That's that's important. Usually is so. We have we now have Ben Grimm as in this giant monster thing rampaging you know trying to like do damage to doom and that all works until franklin richards and galactus arrive a galactus is like this flaming head monster protector and i believe franklin richards is able to control him i think that's how that works so um this is at that point where it really kind of gets fleshed out that you know doom has controlled and taken over uh the you know Reed's family like it's it's very 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 weird. Um, in that moment, since like Ben Grimm knows who Franklin Richards is, like he has affinity for him, he cares about him. He just lets Galactus destroy him, like as opposed to like trying to fight back and potentially hurt Franklin or whatever else. Mm. Um, yeah, there is another big moment where Doom at this point offers Thanos uh to join him as one of his barons. Uh, Thanos says no, and Doom rips his spine out.
1: Oh, oh that okay. Oh. Just
0: just the Mad Titan just gets his spine ripped out of him.
3: Um, ripped right out.
0: Yeah, Ooh. like the, the comic panel is literally like Doom punches into him and pulls a spine out.
1: Like, it's very Mortal Kombat-esque. Yeah. Just a, um, one of those panels to be like, yes, Doom is that powerful. Don't forget it.
0: Yeah. In case you don't remember... From when he blew away Doctor Strange, still very powerful. So at this point, Black Panther, Namor, and an army of zombies arrive because there's no wall <laughs> holding him back anymore. Player three has entered the game.
3: Oh, uh, this is like the it's it's the Marvel's stupid take on like the the riders of Rowan from uh, Lord of the Rings where all those yeah. ghost that ghost army shows up, except it's zombies and stupider.
0: Yeah. Well, and so we now enter up into a point where Doom, who is powered by the Beyonders and Black Panther, who is powered by the Infinity Gauntlet, are in a slugfest. Like, this is supposed to be like the big, like, like, this is it. You know, this is the most power you could possibly have up against nearly the most power you could possibly have. Um, And it's during this time that Mr. Fantastic and the Maker are trying to go get Molecule Man because they know or they find out that he is like the key to everything. Mm-hmm. Um in that moment, the maker betrays Reed and turns him into a monkey,
3: as bad guys do.
0: Yeah. Um Molecule Man kind of understanding what's going on now destroys the maker by slicing him into like chunks. Like it's just it's it's pretty That's bad. That's from Resident Evil. Um,
1: That's a straight up rip from Resident Evil. So there you go.
0: Well I think and unless I'm I know in In the 84 run that's what happens To claw so unless I'm getting those Completely messed up anyway he destroys The maker oh it's like a
3: it's a callback To that one gotcha. yeah I
0: think so Um anyway it's about this point That doom totally figures Out that he is being tricked that like It's a distraction the whole like black Panther thing and so he Instantly teleports to molecule Man um And in this point that we now have Molecule Man who depowers Doom because Molecule Man is the secret to everything. He can do
1: whatever. Wow! And, is there yeah. like is that a thing or is that just like a snap of the fingers? Like is, it, is I, Molecule Man can control molecules,
0: so geez. he just does it. Wow! Um, <laughs> That's and so what what you end lame. up having, Well, what you I'm sure there's this whole like you know Reed talks to him and is like I am here to save everything. Look how bad everything is, and he's like Ma, you make good good sense. And so what we get, though, is an even fight between Doom and Reed Richards, which is like what this has been building to. Right. And so the whole time, Doom is like slinging insults at Reed. Yeah, there. I was right. Cool. Um, (laughs) I thought so. And so there's a whole line. Did you know that one actually can holistically enjoy pizza? And it comes in slices. Good. Fuck that.
3: That's awful. That's a terrible Um, line.
0: Yeah, it's bad. Well, so we get to we get to this cool thing. And so in this battle between Reed Richards and Doom, um, Doom is like taking all these shots at Reed Richards to be like, you couldn't save your universe. Like, look at this. You failed. Like, you think you're so smart. You couldn't stop anything. I have all this power like you couldn't stop me and I have everything. And Reed returns with you were given limitless power and your insecurity chose you to steal my family like you're so jealous of what I've done. Like, that's what you went for. All the options in the universe, hmm. and and you chose to take my family.
2: That's a pretty sweet burn. I put
0: oh, in here, you big wiener. Burn. He doesn't say you big wiener. <laughs> that was my question. I wanted to know no. if, if that was a direct no. quote. No, Reed is, Reed is just like, he's just smug about it, and he's like, you had everything before you. You could have had anything, and what you wanted was what I had like what I built. That that's a yeah. power move. That's a yeah. bold power move. Yeah. And so in this moment there's a discussion where Doom says that you know, well maybe Reed would have done a better job with the Beyonder's power and there's this whole like conversation and agreement where like oh yeah, maybe I would have and then Molecule Man gives that power to Reed because he can. <laughs> Cuz Molecule Man is the linchpin. I told you he's like top he's 3 just... <laughs> most important in the story. So weird. And so, at this point, so here's, here's kind of what to Kyle had called out at the beginning. So, um, he gets the power to read and that destroys Battleworld. And so, the whole thing ends with Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic working with Molecule Man to rebuild the multiverse. So, when they rebuild it, there's no Mr. and Mrs. Like, Fantastic. Um, because oh, they're, they're, like, they're outside they're of it out of reality. It. Yeah. Okay. And so, back to what Kyle said very early on, this was very timely with, if Marvel won't have Fantastic Four, no one needs Fantastic Four. Because now yeah. there's not even two out of the four to tell the story to. They're just rebuilding universes with Molecule Man. And there's also this really cool point where, and I didn't make mention in here, but when the Spider-Mans, when, the, when, the spider um, when they make it in, at one point, Molecule Man says he's hungry, and Miles Morales <laughs> pulls a hamburger out of his pocket. yeah and yeah and so so he's like he's and there's this whole point of like you've just had that in your pocket and he's like yeah it's what i do it's fine that's it's comics weird weird shit happens this isn't the weirdest and molecule well and so it's very cool because molecule man's like i owe you one and so when they rebuild the universes um the universe that he ends up like building with miles morales and peter parker together it's the universe that miles's mother is still alive where, cause like she had died in
3: his universe. I thought it was going to be a stupid thing with the hamburger. No, no, no. It's like a very very concerned. It's
0: a very like rewarding delivery of okay. like you did this cool thing. Like your mother is alive in this reality
3: because you gave me a hamburger. Here's your mom.
0: mom (laughs) Um, and like, again, I can't stress it enough that like way more shit was going on in the background. Like, I had made a joke about you know how many ghost writers are there. Well, there's like a small army of ghost writers under the c- control of Ares, but I don't know if they ever like make it into the main story. If they're mm. not just like mentioned somewhere, and there's you know a run or two about them. Um, so that is the 2015 build up to ti- that as time <sighs> runs out, building into secret wars. Um, what what are your what are your initial hot takes?
3: Um, <sighs> do
0: you need me to spill some more hot seed? Ew! I, no. I. No.
1: <laughs> so okay, I have I have thoughts about the story, but I see the next section in your notes, yes. and I think that I want you to talk about that, and then I'll give cool. some of my hot takes.
3: I like that. I am I am looking forward to the like pared down version of the story where they <laughs> where they kind of close the some of the plot holes. Yeah um write out some of the stupider and cheesier things for the for the MCU. Like yep. um similar to how the like the comics Civil War was very different than the movie Civil War and like they they shuffled and mm-hmm. pared things down to make it fit into a two and a half hour movie. I'm looking f- forward to the two and a half to five hour movie version of this and not the yeah. year long multi-comic arc Uh, version of this story because there is a it again we keep saying it there's a lot of cool stuff here there's a lot of silly comic stuff here that Mm -hmm. like didn't need to happen
2: i said it earlier kind of like a joke but it really is like a marvel museum yeah right so like it's it's a celebration
0: it's the clip show yeah they they took they took the best that they could and they what they liked and they crammed Mm -hmm. it together and like i said if you go through the 41 different listed like pocket universes it is yeah. like the highlight reel um but to what matt had said so my next yeah, question that i want that i want to like give us is you know what what does this mean for the future of the mcu because again i don't know how you don't end up ultimately paying off this story because a number of reasons but this is the kind of thing that you could alto also build up to over the next you know decade if they take another you know three phases to to build up they've already kind of started planting some of the seeds um so you know i'll i'll start with like the first point that i had here is that you know we now in the marvel cinematic universe have access to all the characters that is a thing you could not have told this story with the people we had prior to the acquisition of like the fox properties and at least the sharing with sony right. um namely the one that i would call the biggest shot on is like dr doom Doom. Yeah. yeah yeah if you like my early call would be that if you see dr doom show up in the next five years four years and like he plays in the background for a while not quite like thanos but like a known threat that exists but like gets to continue existing this is the kind of thing where like they could play it off as he saw his opportunity and
3: he took it For reference, we first saw Thanos four years into the end of Avengers one.
0: Yep. Yeah. So there you go. So, I mean, that's that timeline kind of lines up if they were to do this 10 years from now.
2: Question point of clarity. um, When do you guys know when was the original Infinity War storyline? Was that like way back in the 90s, 80s or 90s? Or was that more recent?
0: There's been not just one. There was like. There there was the... Well, the original, I guess I'd have to look it up because it was definitely 80s and 90s. Okay. Um, because there was the, like, Infinity War and there's the Infinity Saga and there's the Infinity Guard.
3: Yeah. They've, they've it touched... It was a sick... 1992. Yeah, it was oh, what so I just found. Yeah, 1992. So, what, a, what, a, what a quick Google search of first Infinity War comic got me. That doesn't mean <laughs> what Todd yeah. is saying isn't relevant, yeah. but that's the first one titled so, like, Infinity War.
2: I mean, I think... As in, as far as like big, big contained stories, Secret Wars is is probably one of the most notorious. I would imagine. Um, What are the other like? What other stories like this exist? Where like you know, Civil War is a great example. Like big, big mash them up, clash them up stories. Is is there anything
3: bigger than Secret Wars? Bigger? No. Another Mm -hmm. one of a similar scope to like. Civil War mm-hmm. would be like X Men versus yep. Avengers. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say House of M. Um, House of M. Yeah, House of M. Um, it affected everybody. Um, you could go so, and, and I think big one. And
0: so you think remember, like but, Planet Hulk into World War Hulk. That was a big one, but yeah, they already did yeah. like parts of Planet Hulk during Ragnarok. Just like yeah. there's speculation that they might just take some of the House of M storyline and modify it into the. Scarlet Witch the the WandaVision Right yeah uh,
2: I could see That happening
0: yeah but I think Kyle Kyle kind of nailed it with the um, X-Men versus Avengers being a huge Mm -hmm. One Um,
3: That's that's one I seeing that'll be The that'll be the the civil war Of if if they go this route That's probably where they Will build the Mm X-Men to it's how we Get X-Men in join the X-Men with the main story at that Mm -hmm. point Kind of thing and it'll be a whole thing Which is really cool because that's a A very cool story
0: and and I think the other thing to think about too is that kind of like when endgame happened we we've kind of done this reset on the universe right like Mm -hmm. things have changed dramatically and this would be a great example too. 10 years from now who's gonna still want to be on the ride and like how do you then at that point you can you know if you bring in a new character like they could they could suddenly bring in the scarlet spider without fully explaining the scarlet spider because like he's just here now you know they wouldn't need much run up to a lot of new characters. If they suddenly started like bringing them together in a new, like reformatted world, Mm
3: -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, all I will say is like, I am down for another 10 year buildup. Um, they only made it to this 10 year buildup because they played it very carefully. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I think that similarly, they, they've got to play it very carefully if they want to, get another 10 years out of this franchise and I don't know if randomly bringing in sure the Scarlet spider is the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, I want
0: to, I want to throw the ball back to Matt cause he had kind of like passed it back to me, but like, what are, what's your kind of take? Like, what do you see? Like, how does this kind of interline or inter interweave with like the MCU? Like, what do you see, you know, I guess coming down the road that might help lead to this.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think that, all of the things you said are true. Like we have the names now and, and reading down your notes a little bit, there are other pieces that are being set up. Like we have Monica Rambeau. We know about the Mm -hmm. infinity gauntlets. We know about the stones. Um, Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings is coming in. The eternals are coming in. Like we have all of these pieces that set up for this, but I think one of the things with battle world um, that makes it a little bit different than the infinity saga is that battle world is so much like I don't want to say convoluted but there's so many more little pieces and parts to Secret Wars than there were to Mm -hmm. the Infinity Saga and I think it's much more difficult to pick one cohesive like direct storyline to trace through 10 years of movies to get to Secret Wars than there is for or than there was for the Infinity Saga um And, you know, like if anybody can do it, it's going to be Kevin Feige and Marvel and Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. But I think the most interesting thing is going to be how do we take the characters we know are coming and that we know we have already um, like uh, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Ant-Man and Wasp. Like, how do we take these characters and use their story to write us into the secret war somehow. Um mm-hmm. And it, it almost makes me wonder if secret wars is more of the 20 year plan. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be a big event at 10 years that is going to lead us to, you know, from year 10 to year 20, everybody's sequel movies happen on battle world. Because I think that mm. at some point we have to shift everybody's movies to telling stories on battle world to get to the end game type movie. Unlike end game where it's pretty easy to say, all right, Thanos is here now and everything is a go. There's a lot of shit that happens on battle world.
3: Before we get to this, let's take down Dr. Doom situation. I'm going to call it. Andrew is not going to see every single battle world movie. <laughs> <in> Boom. <laughs> Matt's franchise that he's planning. Ding. Um, that's the only thing I have against that plan is that like, you're going to lose a lot. well, of- Casuals. It just depends. It just depends on how
2: many flights I take between now and then.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think I think to Matt's point too that I mean I could I could see like one full phase at least just taking place in the battle world because you now like we're leaning into the weird like we're trying to get weird now we could get real weird if like phase six or seven or whatever exclusively happens in a world where everyone is in their own pocket thing that then builds to the big thing at the end. Like I could see the difference between like, you know, let's just give some numbers to it. Like the 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 payoff to Avengers six, which creates Battle World, you know, now runs for the next two years of that phase, two or three years of phase, you know, leading up through phase seven. The end of phase seven is the resolution of Battle World. Um, I could see something like that because i i i i struggle to see them pulling this off in one movie, but yeah. I think that it is a storyline that will be told, and they've given us, like I said, so not just having all the properties, but
3: i know, we are' I'm go- going to i'm gonna posit a more what I see as a more realistic um solution, and you can tell me what you th- what if um I see a two part movie that happens on Battleworld that'll be it for a movie depiction of battle world. They won't get into many details. We'll get some, there'll be great Easter eggs for the, uh, the people who go frame by frame through the movie to find as they, you know, fights take just fights are just going to blow through these different continents of battle world, blah, yada, yada. And then if you want to get more battle world backstory, there'll be a Disney plus show for you to watch. Yeah. But I'm, I am calling it. I'm already, Tired of thinking <laughs> of the concept of a year's worth of movies that happen like mm-hmm. in limbo mm-hmm. that like yeah yeah where where like it could just be the end of like they'll have the end of you know Thor 5 or whatever Fantastic Four 3 maybe Doom will create Battle World then the next movie is Secret Wars and it's and they give us, you know, there's a half hour of exposition setting up what Battle World is, but we're not gonna get into the like and this is the Isle of Egamoto. And sure. this is Greenland, but not the Greenland you all know, the Greenland because <laughs> it's populated by Hulks. Like Well, yeah.
0: and another another take could be, so let's let's play pretend again that I mean if they if they are if they were to do it in two movie style, that movie, you know, one ends with that life raft making it to battle world. And so that next, you know, phase is movies for those characters that like made it to battle world, you know, and now you've got kind of the, the Thor Ragnarok buddy cop kind of like, Oh, this is quote Thor's world, but the Hulk's in it with him, you know, and they're trying to work through some stuff. But, um, I would agree. I think that a, a full phase of all those pockets might get, might get tiresome, but again, they're building up they're they're building up Disney plus shows to like super matter yeah and I, so, could,
3: I could also see them pulling it off maybe over a four movie arc and and having it be like if it all plays out in a span of six to nine months, and people not getting fatigued yeah, but yeah. like my big thing is like you're going to lose yeah if you're the not more terrible. you put. The more you put in Battle World, the more casuals are gonna show up to the the finale and not know what's going on because they didn't want to sit through eight hours of alternate super heady Marvel movies. I think you're all I'm I'm probably underestimating casual viewers. You're all you two are overestimating casual viewers, and it'll <laughs> probably be somewhere in the middle, but like a whole phase of battle world movies is a lot of battle world guys. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, I totally agree with you. And I think that my, like
3: my two prong
1: thought of like, why maybe so. Okay. Let me rephrase that and say that I think secret wars is probably where we're going. And I think we get there eventually if the MCU, you know, rides this like hype train for that long. But I think my sort of two prong, here's why maybe not. Um, thing one is what i said earlier where like there's so much i mean there's oh, so yeah. much to build battle world um because we still have to talk about the multiverse and and we have to build that in somehow and obviously we've got uh multiverse of madness on the way and we had the mention um with earth 616 in far from home but like we've got to really iron out and explain and solidify how the multiverse works before we can even get into all of the multiverse collapsing. So I think that's that's thing one of like, how do we get there? And I guess the counter to that is if you would have told me back in 2009 that like, all right, we're going to do the whole Infinity Saga and 10 years from now, you're going to get 23 movies that explain it all
3: to you. I'd be like, you're a fucking liar. There's no way that happens. You're not wrong there. And I will, I will, um, the way I see... The way I can easily see you doing a multiverse, multiverse collapsing story in the time frame is introducing the two concepts at the same time. Yeah. So you have like a, you have Nick Fury be like, you're go. where are we going? Another dimension.
4: Why? It's just that.
3: Well, and like, (laughs) well, like, you know, like, it's the end of the movie, whatever. Like, where are we going? Another dimension. Why? The multiverse is collapsing. Yeah. Um. So and so will appear in the next Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the the multiverse set up, the conflict there set up, and you can like start rolling out the the puzzle pieces. Knowing those two are now in place, you can work from both ends to put the whole story together. Yeah. But so so that's like prong one of my thing, and then I guess prong two is
1: like you have these sort of weird outlier characters in movies. Where it's like, well, what what direction is that going to go? And how is it going to get built in? And the big one that jumps out to me is the uh, Mahashala Ali Blade movie of like, mm. you know, we've got we've already know that that's coming. We know that she Hulk is coming. We know that Shang-Chi mm-hmm. is coming where their names that fit in here and they have arcs like Ghost Rider does. We're like, yeah, they're in Secret Wars somehow, but they mm-hmm. don't necessarily build into the main thing. And. Obviously, like we said, the Civil War in the movie was way different than the Civil War in the comic book. So they can do whatever they want. And I get that. But I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate in a way because I love this. This story was mm-hmm. rad. I enjoyed all of this and I'll continue to enjoy all of this. <laughs> I just think that translating Secret Wars to a cinematic universe is exponentially more difficult than translating the Infinity Saga to... A cinematic universe there's my hot take
2: and the infinity saga wasn't really like it it was about the infinity saga but it really wasn't right because you just they just introduced all the gems like they are the dragon balls but Mm -hmm. we only had i mean it it wasn't like the infinity saga it was really just one movie about it and then one other movie about the repercussions of that thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the infinity saga was a was a stage or was a was a backseat to introducing these new characters and, and with Civil War, like, I know the Civil War storyline only because of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but, like, it is very different from... <laughs> yeah. If, I assume the Marvel Ultimate Alliance one is more closer to the, the story, the comic story. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, like, it's got the spirit of that, but, but Captain America Civil War really isn't that story. It's completely different. So, like, right. you, can, you can make a Marvel Secret War in the spirit of this, where maybe you have Doctor Doom getting crazy powers, and, and he... Builds a reality that create that that makes everybody come together, but like like what Matt said, it can literally be anything, right? Like it can be Doctor Doom just builds Manhattan two or New Chicago, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that's what. So I think that would be the call that I think I would see is that you know if this is something that is going to get built up to, which I think it eventually will, there will be some pretty clear tells, and I think one of them is going to be the influence of Doom, like building his power and influence. Um, I think we're going to see. You know the the other is going to be the importance of the multiverse, and Doctor Strange is going to make some sort of claim to Scarlet Witch about how fragile it is. Like there's going to be some big some big tell at one point of like you have to be careful when you're dealing with the multiverse, and that's going to be like the ha, huh?
3: all right. I yeah. so question point of order. Did um did Spider Man Homecoming. Did that confirm that there is a multiverse far in from the home? MCU? No, far from home. No. Okay, that was all a smokescreen. No, it yes. played. It played with the As idea. I predicted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? You guessed that the that the villain known for lying and misleading would lie and mislead?
3: Yeah, but I remember <laughs> when I made the prediction. You three were all like, "It's totally going to be a multiverse thing." But we 100% said, "100% multiverse." We said
2: specifically, we said it's going to be a lie. But then the end credits is going to be, oh, actually, there is a multiverse. Yeah, my call was going to be the end
0: credits would be like the ha ha, we fooled you about fooling you. Yeah. Which I was wrong about that. We're just going to get that, you know, movies
3: later.
2: Yeah, that'll just that'll be the next one.
3: My new prediction is that Dr. Doom will be in like we'll have the multiverse of madness and that'll like confirm the multiverse. And then Dr. Doom will be the post credits will be Dr. Doom in a swivelly chair turning around and like. Doing the Mr. Burns hands and like just the equivalent of that. I but. think they're going to slow
0: walk Dr. Doom into our lives. But that's okay. That's neither here nor there. This has been Secret Wars. Um, we're going to stop. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> just, we don't have time to get into all the tie ins and all the other what ifs. But uh, thanks for listening to Debate This Flavor Text. Uh, follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast. And check out our website at debatethiscast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can hear our extensive, thorough, nerdy dumb show. Further, I would ask you, what did we miss? And what is worth further discussion? Uh, What else could, you know, what else could end up in the MCU? And what tie-ins did we miss? Until
1: next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Matt. If Greenland is a world of hulks, is Iceland a world of Bobby Drake's?
3: Cole? I'm Kyle... I really want to see the maker on uh, the big screen, Harper.
2: I'm Andrew. Delta Sky Club is my designated territory. on Battle Planet Henderson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing set, nerds.